welcome to Living La Vita Loca, a retro gaming podcast for some of your retro gaming needs. My name is Faz. And I'm his royal richness. Oh, it was Sir Richness. I, I don't care. Oh, <laughs> okay. That, I mean, that, I changed it. That would be, uh, I guess, a, um, a remark from somebody that was uh, royal uh, because exactly, they were the fuck yeah, they want. Exactly. I'd yeah. love to be in a position royal of power. Prerogative. <laughs> your, hair's, your hair's got a nice flick going through right there. Thank you. Yeah. I it, grew it myself. It, it looks like you've had a crown on. And the bits from the side. Oh, I just have sort come of out. flicking out. Yeah, I definitely have not been wearing a crown. Yeah, honest. honest. Yeah, <laughs> definitely haven't made myself. In the seven, a crown. Minute, in the seven minutes of being recording of podcasts, the, the... I work fast. <laughs> I have people for that. <laughs> I was going to say that uh, we've just gone from heavy hair conversation to more heavy hair conversation. <laughs> so. <laughs> Welcome to the hair cast. <laughs> no? Imagine if your audience now grows. You're like, right, we're going to have to keep the hair talking. Yeah, yeah, oh, the hair chat. I thought, I thought that was like a joke. The, gro- the growing? The growing? Oh, oh, right, okay. that, would, that would have been a good joke. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> Anywho. I missed a chance for a joke in the last, the last. Did you? Do you want to do it now? You're welcome well, to do it, it now. Well, it was when you were talking about the. The game, you know, yep. sometimes being in, in in on just beaches and tunnels. Yeah. And I was going to say, was it a bit one dimensional when you're in the tunnels? Uh, I, I thought it was going to be funny, but yeah. not now. I don't. Sorry. I don't get it. Well, because the tunnel, it's only. Yeah. What? what? So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's made me laugh. I don't know why, oh, but that's fine. That's okay. I'm not that clever, Aaron. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Okay. Speaking of hair growth, putting hair on your chest yes, would be well, would be something. Do so you start with one that's going to put hair on one's chest. I, I think so, but that, before we start talking about the beers we're about to drink, then yeah. so I know we t- touched on it a little bit last time. Um, what I know, obviously, you said your friend James, um, uh, who we know well, um, got you into drinking, I guess, beer or IPAs and things. What what changed your track on going from something like wine into drinking beers and well it was sort of a conscious decision really because i saw all the beer around you know it was about the time when the uk was starting to come into a real kind of like craft beer kind of Mm. you know and i was it was a bit like my wine thing so the wine thing came from food i was like i don't like wine but i like food i was like i need to like wine because you know people have wine and food together don't they so i did a similar thing with beer i was like i need to like beer and um, and I didn't like any bit, but mainly because I just had, you know, lager, bad lager. Because my my dad, you know, tends to drink kind of lagers. Bad lager. Yeah, bad, <laughs> bad, bad lager, lager dad. Yeah. And, uh, and so you know, when when I was a bit young, not that he was feeding me all the time, obviously, but like <laughs> when I'd ever. T- <laughs> That's very very concerning. <laughs> when I'd ever tasted lager, I'd been like, no, I don't like that. Because I've been, you know, so I was like to James, I was like, right, I need to like beer. And I was like, you, you know, you've got a year to let me like, get me liking beer. You put a time limit on it. Yeah, I was like, oh. that's what, that's what. And it was like, you know, two outings and I was in. <laughs> I was all like, in. got a year, <laughs> six minutes later. <laughs> so he took me to a beer festival in a, I want to say, not Saltaire, uh, somewhere like that, somewhere that's not Saltaire. Well, maybe it is Saltaire because there's two. There's two. There's places. Salt and then there's Saltaire Brewery. The, yeah. Saltaire have just had their 
beer festival. The same weird they had the same weekend as the Leeds 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 Leeds, <laughs> Leeds International Beer Festival. Yeah. Um, and a chap I spoke to it's Springwell. Um, uh, yeah. went so Springwell is North Brewings. Yeah, I guess brewing slash come um bar slash event zone and I, I, yeah, yeah and i went and i went there the other week uh, last week and that was excellent went for the beer festival there that was really good and the chap that was there um in the group we were with um he said he went to both leeds international beer festival and mm. saltaire beer festival and mm. he said he preferred the saltaire beer festival oh, really? um so he definitely recommended going sometime so maybe you have been and yeah, maybe that's why was, you enjoyed it so much yeah i mean it was so it was a big tent when i first went with james and and what happened basically was he put me on to some dark beers. That was my yeah. route in was, mm, was dark beer. Interesting. And I was like, because obviously they've got like a bit more flavour to them. In well, not necessarily more flavour, but they've got, you know, they're easy to put a flavour into, aren't they? Yeah. And I, and I, so I tried, you know, a few kind of dark beers, and I was like, oh, actually, maybe I quite like these. And then I remember he took me to um, the Brew Dog uh, Shuffle Shuffle Dog in mm. town. And I got a, a kind of a flight, and I started doing that thing where I actually compare them rather than just drinking one. Mm. You compare them and you think actually these have got really different flavors. Yeah. And so that was kind of where it then grew from. I was like, oh, they're not all the same. They're not all kind of got this nasty aftertaste that cheap lager has, because I still don't like that actually. Like when I try cheap lager, I'm like, oh no, it's got that mm. nasty lager in it. And from there, it, it, yeah, it just it bloomed into my now love of beer and my. Quite proud of my one. Th- well, proud is that the word to use? <laughs> I think you should yeah, be. Why yeah. not? Yeah. A thousand different beers on Untapped. And that's just happened recently, hasn't it? You've just got to a thousand recently. Yeah, quite recently. Uh, How long yeah. has that taken you to put together that? So Six minutes my ago. journey <laughs> on Untapped has been. Hang on, let's see this. I joined in two thousand sixteen, so it's been about seven years. So yes, that sounds like a cult. <laughs> Especially when you were like at the start when you said I was surrounded by beers, I was, uh, yeah, all these beers around you. I was like, it felt very Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory, <laughs> like, sitting, like you know, except you were like you know in a brewery. <laughs> so, um, so I think should we go? Should we go with a big hitter? Well, that, that's you're desperate to drink those beers, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to ask a couple more questions before I got drunk. All oh, right, sorry, yeah, yeah no, it's just like it's the Untapped app. Yeah. A thousand beers on there, like yeah. so. What is what do you, do you what do you do on that? Do you just record the beers that you've? I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. I know the answer to this question, but I'm asking for the listener. Like, yeah, yeah. So, um, so the thing is, it's a great app because um, it's kind of a bit of a, a, a kind of like you can sort of talk to your friends on there as well. It's a bit, got a bit of a social media hmm. aspect. So there's a couple of friends who maybe Matt, for example, who lives in Australia. I occasionally see a beer or something he's been drinking, so and I just comment, oh, you know, notice you've been in it's a way. Aaron is typing on the desk, on just the desk, podcast, yeah. just as um, you heard that. But it's reviewing beers, and the reason I do it is the same thing as my lists. Like I'm, my memory's not great, and if I, I wonder why one thousand beers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if I, you know, if I, I just started doing it because I was like, I want to like be able to remember what beers I've had. And, you know, if I come across one, I'm like, oh, if I had that before, like, what do I think of it kind of thing? Mm. And so, I, you know, that's why I started reviewing on them. And it's a nice app to use. It's it's dead easy to use. You know, you can search by kind of location and it brings up the beers sometimes that are actually in that venue and you can just select which one. Or you can scan the barcode or whatever, put a review in, see if your friends have drunk the same beer. 
Um, but yeah, it's just a, a sort of memory thing for me, really, remembering like what I've had and what I've liked and what I've not liked and all yeah. that. So, oh, on that note, then you wanted to crack out one of the beers that you've one of the, one of your best beers. Yeah, that you've so had. a four point seven fiver. Okay, so and it's out of five. It's out of five. Yeah. So right. I've got one five listed on my ratings, and then the rest. Can you tell us what the five is? I mean, I know so, we're not going to have a little dabble of it tonight, but can no, you tell us what the five we're is? No, not because the five. The, the five was. Let me just do sorting uh, your rating high. So. Not so much. It was just um, a kind of um, uh, a brewery. Is it Polish? I it's... tried to look for this one and I couldn't find it. Yeah, we, no. we were trying to look for the best beers, but I'm going to be on, on Aaron's list. But I found it quite difficult to find more than two or three of them that you could actually buy in a shop. <laughs> so, the, so the best one ever was actually during the lockdown, and we did um, a kind of online beer tasting with I don't think it was with untapped it was I can't remember who it was with. oh it was with um the you know the people who send out beers to your beer oh yeah beer, beer 52 beer or whatever 52 they are or something like that, that. Yeah. so they did this online beer tasting uh and they sent you a box of beers it was quite fun uh especially for the lockdown when you know mm. you couldn't do very much yeah and they they went to the breweries and they kind of spoke to the brewers online on the video oh, right, chat okay. yeah. and then you were tasting the beer and they gave you a few oh, that's cool. it was great yeah, fun um, and, but by the time I drunk this one, which was a Baltic Porter Tonka Vanilla Chocolate Nitro, th- one of them, yeah, That's one of them. Apple. I nine nine point one percent, so not quite kind of real top end, but you know heavy <laughs> heavy medium. Yeah, <laughs> let's call it <laughs> heavy metal. More like. um, you know, Tonka I, being Tonka car, like is it, is it actual <laughs> metal in that drink? I mean, I was I was probably a few beers in. By this point of reviewing this one, so Ooh, okay, that does. But I remember thinking at the time, no, this is the five. This this is it. This yeah, yeah, is yeah. five. This is and James berating me because he always berates me for rating the beers too high. He's like, no, you can't mm. do that. Like I'm, I'm gonna go when I die. The thing, what well, something I'm gonna do on my deathbed is go back through and decide what the five was. <laughs> I was like, no. I'm... <coughs> I was like, no, no, no. If it's a five. <coughs> It you know, when it's five. Yeah, right? yeah. So it was great. I mean, I've never eaten a tonka She's bean. She's the one. She's the yeah, one. I've never eaten a tonka bean, but it was it was it was just so much, and then more. Yeah, flavor. That's great. Strength. I mean, I'm I'm really glad that you felt like um, strengthening conviction that you could do that because sometimes you know, and we probably do that in this podcast when we're rating games and things. Do you have the strength of conviction to go to the ten? You know, and say, yeah. is, is this the one? I mean, I, you know, dabbled with it sort of Super Mario World recently, and it was like, and then I found I found a fault. <laughs> Fucking haunted houses. But, like, you know, like, yeah, it, it's it's um, it's um good that you could go there. So, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad you went to the max. <laughs> I'm, I'm dabbling with something for a future episode that I'm, I'm starting to think is going to get up. Are you? Up, oh, up to oh. some of the loftier heights. Oh, cool. I don't know if it's going to be all the way there. But yeah, yeah. So it's I'm I'm taking heart from the fact that someone has looked at it and gone, you know what? This is a five out of five, yeah. and I know it when I see it. We should probably point out actually, we are still I said at the start a gaming podcast, but we do dabble a lot. Rate in beer. everything. Yeah, we do. 
It's concerning, isn't it? I can't help it. Really it. Is. I love giving shit a number, like as in the, that no one else cares about. Like as in, we should just uh, get arbitrary number T-shirts printed up. Yeah, yeah. That's how the merch that'd be, starts. That'd be great. Yeah, if one just a T-shirt that has the number like arbitrary six number. <laughs> it's like six out of ten. Um, but yeah. I think it's really important to point out that um, we always have done in all our episodes, but if people haven't gone back to back catalogues and things, um, you know, we, 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 as much as Aaron probably does, I mean, maybe not as much and certainly we don't collect on an app, um, but we absolutely love drinking beer and tasting different beers. Um, and you know, one, one of the best ones I've had recently was the one that he got from Brit, you know, that is in from, not from Brit. Oh, the, um, the one from, um, Ribbra. Yeah, Ribbra, yeah, 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 exactly. And it was just like, you know, and it loved it. It didn't have anything written on the bottle pretty much. Mm-hmm. It was just like, this is the title of the beer. This is how much alcohol percentage it was. It was fantastic. And, um, you know, we can share those moments together. And I really like that as our friendship group. That is something that we've always done, certainly um, in the most recent years. Um, you know, being able to sit down and have beers together and really enjoy it. And one of my best favourite moments, I guess, that I, you know... Um, is it of my life? It certainly, it sounds like that sounds like really grandeur, and especially when I tell you what it was. But um, you know that the day that we sat in your back garden, which is the very first time we could drink after yeah. the first lockdown from COVID, That's nice. and it was an East, it was Eastern, it was really weird. And actually, in, in that week that. Uh, speaking of Springwell Beer Festival, I went to that that week as well and I had a really good night there, but it was it was freezing cold there and that was like the Saturday night. But on the Wednesday afternoon, we'd yeah. been in your garden and it was baking hot. And it was like, and it had just been, it had been like a heat wave during the first lockdown of COVID. And we were sat and it was in the middle of April, it was like 25 degrees and we were just sat drinking beers and there was just four of us, wasn't there? It was exactly. me, you, James yeah. and Sean. And you, you made some amazing food and I've never just in, just enjoyed life as much in that moment because you hadn't been able to do that for like you know three or four yeah. months and yeah, and the yeah, food was yeah but it I, I don't want to be like oh it made it taste better or feel better or anything yeah. like that I, I mean it did feel like a really great moment but also on top of that I don't want to take away from how good you made that that food <laughs> and how great those beers were as well yeah, were, and there was a, the there, was a day, was there was a day there was a day of beer wasn't there is it yeah, called day yeah, it, yeah. we were just like oh it what? was like 13% and it was so dank and tasty <laughs> and I was like I'm having the best time and all I'm doing <laughs> is just being around my friend's house enjoying really good food and, and beer and I think sometimes it's just there's something to be said for that, and, and I guess that's probably why maybe, certainly personally for me, that, you know, a, another kinship thing that we talk mm. about all the time on the podcast about what we share as, as friends and why we like to have people like Aaron on as well, you know, one of my best friends, is that, you know, that we can we can talk about things that we really enjoy this. So, you know, and it's great to get that out there, even if three people listen to this, five people, 30 people, you know, like, it's yeah. nice to celebrate that and hopefully people get that feeling as well. And talking of Aaron bringing nice things, uh, what are we... What am I holding? <laughs> like, uh, so you are holding, a chalice of uh, glory. Recently, come back to the a shout out to the Woodside Micropub. Uh, yeah, actually, oh, yeah, that's definitely. a great shout because yeah. we've not we've not talked about them before on the pod. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the little, yeah, yeah. lovely little pub in Horsemouth that does some great. And it was all it was originally always Belgian beers. Uh, they've just bought this back in. It is Saint Fouillon. Uh, as we had the guy, they did a little tasting with a guy from the brew actually came and was oh, very, did they? Oh, wow. very um, keen on how it was pronounced. Anyway, um, so this is the St. Foyon Quad, uh, which is obviously you've got a blonde and you've got a brune, 
and then you've got you know various things like that and, you, and you've got a, a double and then this is a, a have you got a double You've, you've definitely, definitely got, got a triple. Brew and you've yeah. got a triple, and then yeah. you've got uh, a quad. I guess. So it's quite dark. Um, yeah. And it is 11% proof. Nice. And it's my four point, it's one of my 4.75s. Mm. I can't remember the last time I had it, so I don't know if I was, you know, Thank you for bringing it. I'll give you a bottle opener. And You'll do the honors. Uh, this is, this is. Crack it open. By the way. Millennium Falcon bottle opener. Yeah. Um, with built-in magnets. Built-in, <laughs> built-in magnets. No decks. Got on the Kessel Run. And, yeah, and so this is going to be rich, I imagine. Uh, not no, that's rich. As, not as rich as it is. <laughs> no, no, it's royal so riches. rich, there's umami. But it will have umami in it. We I really imagine. missed that, that name out on the wrestling podcast episode, didn't oh, we? It's royal uh, rich. I have so. many, many names. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, God. Uh, you're not, um, that's off the mighty boost, isn't it? Probably, yeah. Um, I have many names. It's not the crack fox. Some call me. Uh, I can't remember what all the names are, so this is disappointing. I haven't watched Mighty Boosh in ages, but it does remind me of you whenever I do sort of think about it. Like, I know you're a massive Boosh, Boosh guy, weren't you? So, yeah, I was. Yeah, another big was. recommendation, Mighty Boosh, for anyone that hasn't seen that. Yeah, uh, if you like. Very you, kooky, isn't it? Yeah. Like, in, yeah abstract humour. If you like to be slightly weirded out, it's a great program to watch. There's something to be said for a good weird out, isn't there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, like, you know I, if you want to watch green men in skirts exposing themselves, producing light, and if you want to watch a man with a polo hat singing about eels... Eels up inside you! Then, you know, that's your thing. There is something spectacular about... You know, having weird humour, but then kind of going through the Aaron filter, <laughs> <laughs> like coming out the other end. As are you saying sort of like? Are you saying it gets weirder or straighter the humour? Like, like, you know how like sometimes people will say, "Oh, well, such and such didn't quite live up to my expectations," or like the version that was in my head. Mm. Like, because you have the version that's in your head of the weird humour, and then you've got the version that Aaron's telling you of the weird humour, yeah. and then the two just kind of combine in in such a, a lovely way. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's true, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well done, you. Yeah, well done, Alex. Good, good work. <laughs> I don't know how I do that, but... <laughs> it's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. <laughs> it is a gift. Uh, so, say, this is the, this. the quad. But I, I've already had a little nibble, and I feel wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's just, you know, it's... I, I really like um so I, I like to try and compare it to something you can get quite commercially. Mm. Um and I think about, you know, Morrison's the, the retailer that I work for and um we sell I think the only Belgian beers that kind of going around is like Lefe and Duvel. Yeah. Um I feel like and, and what I wanted to say was that I really like those as a yeah, commercial yeah. sort of Belgian beer and you know, the the brown Lefe is lovely and this feels like an extravagant yeah, Lefe. Like, yeah, it yeah. feels like you know the champagne of Lefe, yeah. which is you know good by me. <laughs> the thing about this is, and I, I'm 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 thinking I was I was thinking I was bringing it on. I was like, am I gonna look back and think, oh, I overegged it? With <laughs> is it seven point seven point five? And and I don't. I think I'm happy with where I was at because it it it's just so rounded. 
there's so much about it. Yeah. You know, you take the first sip and then it's a story in your mouth. <laughs> that I mean, rounded is, is a good point. That's a good, yeah, yeah, I yeah. like the story in your mouth situation. Like, you know, yeah. it starts with, you know, you obviously smart start with the aromas in, yeah. in your nose. That's where they go. Get them in your nose. Get them in you. You know, just multi, and then and then you know, mm, you're sipping. It's it's kind of sweet up front, mm. isn't it? Like Harry Kane. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's smooth. It and then you get oh, what's this? I'm getting in my mouth. Yeah, you know, all these different. You get just things rolling in, and you're like, "How's how the flavour still?" I love that so much. I, I'm I'm struggling more and more to divorce you from the mighty douche now. <laughs> oh, what's that in my mouth? Oh, what's that? Where's that aroma going up my nose? Ah, <laughs> oh, we love you so much. That's great. It is. That is very good. Um, Saint Fouillon, Saint Fouillon, Saint Fouillon. Trying to not say it wrong, but very much so. That's so that's a high end recommendation then from Aaron, and certainly from myself as well. I'm enjoying that. Rips you? Is that you? Yeah, like, I was just thinking because I um I was in um Belgium earlier this year, and yeah. like we long story short because of train strikes and like we were planning on going around a little bit, but we ended up just staying there longer than we thought we would. Stuck in the land of um, beer. Yeah, beer and chips, and who knew it, it was a great holiday. Um, and but yeah, I didn't come across this, um, and that it wasn't for you know lack of trying, um, I guess. Um, but yeah, like well-rounded sort of like it, it's it's not exactly one note, is it? Um, you know, and you you wouldn't drink that fast. No, you know, and you you saying about um, earlier on about your, your kind of journey towards. Being a <laughs> a quote unquote beer drinker, you know, in, like in sobriety, yeah, <laughs> like uh, it, it's it's a long way removed from like when I was at uni and you buy like the cheapest pint you can yeah, and drink it as yeah. fast as possible and you know it, it's you you don't notice it mm. like that's that is almost like you would want to drink that like you would drink a whiskey yeah, or something yeah, like that yeah. you know yeah. you you nurse it don't you. But the, the the thing about the the, the percentage, the, the the thing about a good strong beer, because you've got obviously you've got a lot of beers that are strong, but the thing about a good strong beer is you don't necessarily notice yeah. The strength. Yeah, it doesn't hit like, you in the face. Oh, it's not like oh, this tastes of alcohol. Yeah, yeah. It just tastes of flavour, which is a stupid thing. To say. <laughs> <laughs> tastes of flavour in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. But you, you know, you get, a bit, you get a little bit of a kick of. Of alcohol, but in not in a kind of really, you know, oh, this is unpleasant. Yeah, right? that's yeah. true. That's yeah, it doesn't. True. It's not like it burns or anything. No, and it's smooth. It's mm. just really, you know, even the bubbles look smooth. You, you can tell when you look. It's a bit like coffee. Yeah. You know, when you look at it and you look at the bubbles and you think they they are some the quality. soothing tones of Aaron on this podcast. Yeah, Aaron's you... beer appreciation is <laughs> genuinely relaxing <laughs> to listen to. It's great. It's uh, so. 
let's not overindulge too much then. No. Because how many butter beers have you got to try? Uh, there's five in my bag. We wow. won't have to. Uh, no. We'll have to do all this, but we'll, 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 we'll try. Alcoholic. Uh, we'll try. I'm, I'm not working tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, I also <laughs> am, and, and, and it's kind of like my second day of my new job, of which is the first day with my line manager. Like so. Yeah, but remember you're not drinking a whole beer, are you? You're only drinking. Uh, I mean, I've just drank a some, of, some of three different Polish oh, ones. Now this one. Three, three I, I guess you, you guess you're right. <laughs> I mean, I want to drink the beers, so you're right. Um, no, I was just saying, I didn't want to indulge just because um, I guess I wanted to ask Rich a little bit about his beer drinking oh, history, God. maybe, yeah. um, in terms of so what what kind of makes you sort of enjoy this kind of stuff now rather than the bad lager that Aaron's dad used to spill on him and down the stairs, apparently. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I was at uni, like, I would quite often, like, I had very little, like, discipline when it came to drinking. Um, mm, and I can relate to that. Well, yeah. <laughs> including there was one time where... Um, we were meant to, oh in fact mum and dad don't know the entirety of this story I don't think so surprise uh, um, so it was um, don't look into your bed <laughs> one um, one evening we were meant to like me and a few friends were meant to be going out somewhere um, and I can't remember exactly why but the plans fell through um, so we went back and like I we had a couple of bottles of like I don't know not even Gordon's gin some random gin um, and for some weird reason I thought it was a good idea to just have it from a mug. Yeah. Like, just neat gin from yeah, a mug. And I was fine. like, you know, rather than going to the kitchen and coming back and getting a different drink each time, I'll just sit here and I'll nurse this. And, and yeah. I'd say it's far, quite classy for a university, maybe, actually, a mug. Well, yeah. Who's got a mug? Seemed like it at the time. Drink out but... an old pot noodle packet and, you know, <laughs> then we're talking. <laughs> Fast forward a couple of hours and I'm trying to beat the alcohol out of my head with a toilet system while Josh is holding my hair back. Uh. Um, so, um, yeah, and then the next day my parents turn up because it was my birthday and they bought me a bass amp. So, you know, sitting there trying to appreciate that yeah. <laughs> entertaining. Yeah. Um, and then we went to KFC and Dad drove over all of the speed bumps in Egham. Uh, so... <laughs> uh, so I didn't drink much after that. There's never been um, a better podcast title <laughs> than episode ever. Dad drove over the speed bumps in Egham. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, I, I... So I was teetotal for about... 18 months. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Shit, like, okay. I, I, I didn't was, see this story. Taking that no, kind of I, twist. I went completely the other way. I was yeah. like, you know what? Like, until I can friggin' learn some discipline, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not, not having any of it. <sighs> You're so sensible, um, Royal Rich. Like, you thank really you. Are. Like, yeah. in, thank you. Know, you. And that's, a, that's an actual <laughs> genuine compliment. Like, people <laughs> use sensibility as like, oh, it's sensible, it's boring as fuck. Actually, it's a very much a good, you know, aspect of you that is yeah. in, you know, whenever... You speak upon anything in the podcast. It, I listen to you, <laughs> and maybe you should listen to this. Well, <laughs> this well, this story too. has further turns. <laughs> um, so there was an episode of South Park of all fucking things. <laughs> would you believe it? Where um, Stan's dad goes teetotal, and then the whole episode basically boils down to the fact that if you have one extreme, then the other then you haven't necessarily learned anything. You haven't learned the middle ground. You haven't yeah. learned the control yeah. and the discipline. And that's where it stems from. That's where it lies. I was like, you know what? Actually, like, it's dumb because it's coming from South Park, but also mm. I kind of get where it's coming from. Like, that, I, I'm on board with that point. Um, and I thought, you know what? Like, okay, yeah, I can, I can be sensible with this. Um, and so, yeah, started, um, like, drinking again, but with a, a view to trying to 
appreciate it a bit yeah. more. Um, and I mean, I guess you know, like people say about like eating mindfully and stuff like that. That was kind of how I was trying to approach it. Mm. Um, and so very quickly, I decided off the back of that, kind of like Aaron was saying, that I I didn't like the kind of lagers that you would easily get at the time if you were in a the pub. mugs of gin. Uh, certainly didn't like the mugs <laughs> of gin. I've barely drunk gin since. Um, and um, so I started drinking cider. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. And, and well, it, I did cider before yeah. here as well. And, and I think, like, I think cider sometimes away, isn't it? Well, I've, I've, <laughs> I've spoken to quite a few people that you know have started drinking cider, and then they appreciate the fact that you know there are different types that can taste a bit different, yeah, and you yeah. can notice it. Mm. Um, and then I think you know that kind of coincided with that, like again, like Aaron was saying, like the kind of rise of like craft beers and yeah. the fact that you could get a greater range of. Mm drinks doing different things yeah more easily um and it was like well yeah i don't need to drink the really really fizzy like piss vassa kind of <laughs> lagers i can get like a more still Classic. ale i can get one that will like during lockdowns and stuff like that my, my kind of personal discovery were the, the sort of darker stouts and the kind of coffee yeah. chocolatey yeah, yeah. kind of overtones and stuff like that um and yeah i, I started to over you know a, a long time develop a bit more of an appreciation for if someone puts a drink in front of me it's not down the hatch it's mm. you know take a minute with it and like you know like with whiskeys and stuff like that i mm. try to you know drink it in a way that it's like just considering oh that the frag uh, that you gave us a few weeks back so <laughs> delicious well, that's, that's so that's exactly nice thing, though because it's like <laughs> It's that kind of. That was a savouring like, thing. That's you wanted to. You want to spend time with that. You didn't, yeah, like, yeah, exactly, exactly. And like you know, it sounds ridiculous, but you know, you put pop some music on and you just have a drink and just sit there and just let it wash over you and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And or like we were saying, um, you know, in the other episode about someone you know putting a lot of effort into making a drink even if you don't like it or whatever. And mm. you know, someone's made all this stuff. You know, it's it's a craft. Yeah. You know, closing yeah. the name with a lot of it. Um, least I can do is try and appreciate it yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you ever tried to make your own beer have you no no oh, I haven't yeah. oh, I have yeah it, it, um, I tried as well but mine was naff so yeah, it's Victorian it was, bitter mine wasn't well I didn't think it was awful it, I mean it wasn't wasn't good yeah really um, I'd like to try it again but it's just one of those things that you know time yeah yeah um, I've, it's one of my notes actually oh, it? yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 over there. Oops, sorry. Kicking tables. What does it say? Where was it? It was down here somewhere. Make beer, drink beer. Uh, beer drinking, <laughs> beer making. No, it's gone. It's gone. Oh, beer brewing. Here we are. Yeah. Beer brewing. What's it say on the notes? Oh, it's just got, okay, yeah. Will's Old English Ale. This is what I brewed, apparently. That's the problem, though, isn't it? Like, is in, I think that whenever you get a brewing pack, it usually ends up being a 4%. Bitter, well, um, you see, you shite. see, you see, um, adjusted water. I adjusted it because I was like, "Yeah, this is the first time I've ever tried to brew beer. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll change I'll, it straight away. It. Yeah, so I'll, I'll ignore I'll what it's I'll do what I want. Yeah, uh, what's hon- new? Added honey and small amount of sucrose, um, mm-hmm. and so ended up being seven point one percent. There we go. Mm-hmm. It was. It was alright. Winnie was all right. the Pooh would be. Happy. <laughs> I drank some of it and then not all of it because yeah. I just got a bit bored of it. I think. But yeah, you, you end up brewing like a forty-pint yeah, batch, yeah, and you're like, after about three pints, you're like, eh, anyone else want this terrible <laughs> thing? I've just brewed at home. No. Yeah. Uh, cool. Right. Okay. Um, thank you for that. So thanks for sharing, this guys. It's all right. Um, 
So, uh, are we going to have another little crack of a beer? Yeah, I mean, so I, I don't want to rush this one out of town. But is there any more? No, that's no. good. That's gone. Yeah, no. That. So, I mean, I think let's let's do this. Right? Okay. Let's Ooh. do this. Right. That's so a premium looking one. Well, is it Carling? It's, no, it's not. <laughs> you see, so I got given a four pack of Carling as I left my previous job by the really? guy in the warehouse. Aww. Absolutely Aww. lovely, lovely chap. He's yeah. like, here's a four pack. I'm like, okay, cheers. Oh, <laughs> so, Gary. <laughs> What what I thought I'd do is a couple of these beers. I thought I'd challenge myself a bit, you know, to be like I don't usually. This is not something I'd pick normally. Oh know. right, okay. Uh, oh, this could go wrong. <laughs> well, but it, you know, that's fine. If it's it, good. if I'm oh, right, that's fine. I'm excited. Yeah, okay. I know I don't sound like it, but I am excited. So <laughs> I just I thought ah right I, yeah. Let's oh, this. you're gonna have a great time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, right, I wouldn't normally, like, so I wouldn't normally go brew dog at all because I just, uh, it's, uh, they're fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> That's fine. I just, I just think it's you a bit harsh. almost sounded genuinely hurt. I just think it's a bit harsh. We had Arcade Made on the podcast oh, recently good. and it was yeah. good and well named and I, I, get, I, I get it because brew dog has become the popular easy thing to get in the supermarket yeah. situation but yeah. I still think they I don't taste to, pretty good I don't good. mean to tra- yeah and they, they do I think they, they do and they're sort of like for me they're like the saviour in the bad pub yeah you're like you're, yeah, oh, yeah. at least there's a brew dog I'll have that so I think there's a there's a space for brew dog I think a draft brew dog they don't like... need me to tell, tell you know they've done pretty well haven't they they've made more beer than you yeah they've yeah. made more beer than me <laughs> <laughs> But so I normally wouldn't, you know, wouldn't. Have, but so this is a. It's called Black Heart. It's a draft stout described as, although obviously it's in a can. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, you know, I thought, well, maybe it's like maybe they're like we're going to make a Guinness, but we're going to make but our own. That's Guinness, exactly you know. what they're trying to do. Yeah. So at the moment, in all the shops, all the marketing says, uh, you know, not. You know, it's basically, like Guinness, it, it basically says the alternative. Effectively, that is huh. in so, and you can actively buy four packs, eight packs. Mm. Um, they're on special offer at the moment in a lot of shops, three for twenty one. Like I have tried this when I was on holiday about two months ago, and I, it is so to put you guys in the mindset of this. It is very much like Guinness. But I do think it's darker, almost in a way. Like I don't know how. And I have a, a sneaking suspicion that I would I, I've got a preference for this over Guinness, even though I quite like a Guinness. What percentage of Guinness do we know? I think it's about five, is it? So this about is five? four point one. It, yeah, yeah. The funny thing, the funny thing about Guinness for me is people always go about Guinness. Oh, get fill you up like a meal. I actually find Guinness when I've had it quite light, but I think that's because I'm yeah. used to drinking. This this probably will feel a bit light to you, I think, probably. I think it probably will, but I thought, I I just wanted to put it in the mix, so I thought, uh, you know, we'll try something that maybe... You are a brave soul. Oh, God. There we go. Oh. Yay! I work on this table, so if you can fix that, please, that'd be be awesome. I don't believe you. (laughs) I try to work on this table. As you can probably tell, we've opened the beer. Yeah. (laughs) you don't have to actually physically wipe it up with you. Lovely I can uh, sort that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you lovely chunky knit. Oh, I've got foam on my fingers. Um... <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, I've got foam on my fingers. <laughs> the aroma of the foam. The foam aroma in my nose. The, the aroma. 
Anyway, uh, uh, I'm this is rude. I'm pouring myself first. I don't know. No, 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 don't. Well, don't worry about it. Um, so I think at this point in the podcast, because this is like it feels like a really nice slow meander through a mm. podcast. I'm having a great time. Yeah. yeah. Don't know if the listeners are or not. Don't care. Uh, <laughs> fuck you guys. Um, what's but I also do want to kind of like think about um drinking and gaming. Yeah. So just as a this has just come to me in my head and things like in do you think that um they uh should be exclusive, uh belong together? Like, you know, I, I, I always find that I really enjoy I mean I'm not trying to make this about me, I know I've asked you guys a little bit about your sort of drinking backstory. I certainly am a, a guzzler. I, I guzzle alcohol, that's what I do. I just <laughs> like doing it. I enjoy being drunk. Um, <laughs> I've, I've always, I've, I've always um, thought. This sounds. I'm this sounds no, 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 no. I just, I, I quite like the way you do it. <laughs> the thing That's funny, monkey. <laughs> I like the cut of his jib. <laughs> the thing with Chris is, right? Let's say you're going on a night out, right? Mm. Chris is there. He is one hundred percent there. And I like that. If anyone's going to lead you astray that <laughs> night, <laughs> I, just, I don't mean to. No, I don't mean to suggest that you're doing this to excess or anything like that. I just think that you know that you know that if Chris says we're going to have a drink, he means it. He's not going to, you know, it's not going to be like oh, oh no, I don't fancy it a bit more. It's like Chris is on it. Yeah, I, I, there's not. So, the, I'm going to sound like I'm speaking out of two sides of my mouth here, but, like, whilst I was sort of, like, you know, like, oh, before, the oh, the Lafrague, I love just sort of spending time with it and stuff. I do. But I also think there's definitely time for, let's like, smash a few pints. Like, but, but at the same time, I totally respect that they have to taste good. Yeah. I certainly respect that more nowadays than I probably did do when I was younger. But even then, same as you guys, cider, sort of, like, I used to drink cider. I, didn't, I never drank lager. I occasionally would drink something like John Smith's, I think, um, and stuff like that, but I couldn't really drink that to excess. I've never been a spirits person because of the fact that I do guzzle alcohol. Yeah. And like yourself, Rich, like I've had period, previous periods. I've had periods. <laughs> oh, well, it was a bad, that was a bad drinking session. Um, yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> I've had periods uh, times where, um, you know, I remember a new year where my good friend Adam, um, who also like would probably... Um, I guess maybe admit to being a bit of a beer guzzler um, you know where we drank like a whole bottle of like Sailor Jerry's to ourselves in like about 10 yeah, minutes yeah. and like went out and it just you know and that's just never really sat well with me whereas I feel like I can drink quite a bit of good flavoured beer mm. um, and get away with it enough but um, yeah I, I, I just think that um, yeah I, 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 I like being merry Mm. Um, you, there will be points where you get a little bit too far on that, but at, at the same time, I, and I don't like to do that as much anymore, really. Like you know, but I do like to have a few drinks. Like when I'm watching the American football on, on you know, a Sunday or something, I'll have maybe like three or four sort of stubby cans or something yeah. like that, just to have that, that sort of you know, but it'll be like a nice sort of beer and stuff. And you know, you're not going out anywhere, but you're kind of like happy in your own company sort of it's thing. I don't mind doing art. that. It's a very, it's a very fine art. I can tell it? by the way you're squinting and thinking about it that it is a careful art. You're like, mm, it's yeah, it's like, you know, I, I just, I'm so careful these days not to go too far because I yeah. just know that it's yeah. going to, 
it's going to knock me for six the next day. So yeah. I'll swing that back to the initial sort of idea of the conversation then. So drinking and gaming. Yeah. Um, is that something that you condone? You think it's a good thing? You think that you a better gamer, worse gamer, better game, you know, I, the classic old, oh, I can, I'm really good at pool after two pints or whatever <laughs> kind of thing. That is in, you know, like, I'm definitely a worse gamer after drinking. That is in, I think I'm having fun, mm. but at the same time, I'm, I'm not very well coordinated yeah, in terms of video gaming, certainly, mm. after, after a drink. And the thing about when you go to arcade club and you can have a pint and stuff, I like to have a pint when I'm there, but like sort of, maybe like one or two, where yeah, if I fall, two, yeah. I'm mm. terrible at whatever I'm doing. It's hard enough as it is. <laughs> I'd agree, I think, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I, I... Unfortunately, I'm definitely that kind of person that will always swear blind they're not very competitive, but is ultra-fucking-competitive, yeah. like, in, in everything, <laughs> right? Um, and so, like, nowadays... Um, and the reason I'm talking so slowly is that I am thinking this through as I'm talking, <laughs> and I think it's I'm having stout, a bit of a breakthrough. <laughs> no, no, like, so I think where in the past, say when I was at uni, right, it would have been like, you know, drinking whatever, playing whatever, everything's great, everything's yeah. fine. Nowadays, I think that I, and I genuinely think this. I think if I was gonna needs to be cold. Like if I if I was gonna play something and play to win, I would do it sober and I would deliberately yeah, do okay. it sober. Oh, okay. But like, unfortunately, I'm a, I'm the kind of person that would make sure to do it sober. Like, if I was going to arcade club and I thought I was gonna have to play someone on Street Fighter, I wouldn't drink. Okay, like yeah, genuinely, I get that. like I am I that competitive. That. Yeah. I think I'm not uh, good enough at games to be worried about that. <laughs> no, but, but that's the thing. And like, whereas when I was at uni, like it, I wouldn't think twice about like you know having a few cans and then sitting on Call of Duty for half yeah. the night or whatever. Um, but yeah, nowadays if I was doing that and I and I wanted to stand a chance, yeah, I wouldn't drink. Don't get me wrong. Like I will quite happily have a beer while I'm playing something nowadays. Yeah. But if I if I'm in it if to win it, it yeah. like I'm doing it sober. That's fair <laughs> enough. That's fair enough. Uh, so speaking of which, this podcast will be released about four or five days after what I'm about to announce. But <laughs> we are going to do our second. Uh, we will. We we've done. Hooray! Wait. We've done our second. Uh, I guess retro gaming night. We were calling it, weren't we? This time round yeah, at yeah. Horseworth Brewery. Yeah. Um, so last Wednesday, and nobody died. No. Uh, oh wait, that's probably cursing it. Anyway. <laughs> This podcast we recorded before that. Um, at time of recording. At time of recording. Was safe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and and hopefully you know, and that's that's a guess we're going to be doing. You know, hopefully attracting people to have a beer at the local brewery whilst they're having a, a game. Yes, I'm not going to be in it to win it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in it for fun. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this isn't sitting well with you, is it, Aaron? No, is, no. no, and I think not. a problem is um, I'm not to criticise you here, but uh, definitely a bit of cold. Um, I don't know if it's meant to be served cold, but I, I've served it cold when I've had it before and it was better. Possibly. I mean, I my review on this would be it's a bit like drinking wet cat fur. Uh, I've got a cat. I so know, we could try that out. That, we, we can. Just she, she, my first, she gave the Lion King 9 out of 10, so you, you, my, you're, you're welcome to soak, <laughs> soak first, the cat. My first, uh, first impression, I think... We may have done it the wrong way round because the quad obviously is, hits with flavour straight. Have on. you got better beers coming, or I've worse got beers? beers coming. Oh, that's okay. That's well, fine. Well, 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 okay. So 
one of which is better. So then yeah. you need to give the next one needs to be bad, and yeah. then the final one needs to be the good yeah. beer. So I think probably. so. It's a bit watery when you first drink it, right? And then Richard really staring at that can intently. Is and it then offended just, you so much? I'm just, I'm just like, what is that flavour? It just tastes damp. Malt. It is. It is quite malty. Isn't yeah, it? It's probably just you know pub pub seat seat of pub. Um, um, yeah. No. Okay. So right. Well. No. That's fair enough. That's couple fine. of couple of Got things. It. Like it's what's um, weirdly impressive is the number of languages on the sort of ingredients bit. Mm-hmm. Brewers like, ship quite far, don't they? I was going to say they, like, they're it's very clearly popular. meant to go far and wide, which makes me wonder, like. You know, say I don't know. I I think some of that might be Japanese. Like if you're in Japan, can you get much stout? Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. like yeah. Um, but yeah. like you know, you which, can but, actually they do because the Japanese beers at the microbub they do the they do a sweet stout in that. But that there's there's that though, and there's like draft Guinness, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know that that sort of thing. Um, I was sorry, I just want yeah. to say just while we were on the stout situation, just the um the the foreign import the Nigerian Guinness. I think I've mentioned it before. I think you can only really get it in Tesco in this country. Yeah. Um, if you can get that anywhere, if you want to have the quintessential Guinness experience, and it's a 660ml bottle, mm-hmm. um, that is, I think you genuinely would like that. That has got more flavour to it. It's Why definitely... Is it? What, Nigeria? So it's brewed in Nigeria, yeah. Right. Um, and it definitely has like a cocoa bean flavor oh, nice. to it, it's it's mm. really good um and it's like seven percent so yeah, it, it's got yeah, that strength yeah. that you'd like so yeah. if you if you came back to the stouts um i think sainsbury's maybe do it as well and it's quite reasonable for a big bottle um you know i'd i'd recommend going there if you if you're going to try and get a flavorsome stout so yeah mm. sorry yeah. I didn't no that's all right um because the the only other thing i was going to say was um it just seems a bit characterless, doesn't it? Yeah. Like it, it's. And that's why I'll drink the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, I'll well, help you out. You're welcome to. I'll help you both out. Fine. Here. Like, I just, I, I um, think that, but yeah. Well, I was, I was just going to ask what 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 would you give it on Untapped if you haven't already? That's going to be a two and a half, is it? Yeah, I think I'm looking in twos. Yeah. Would two, it even be two and a half? Two, two, five, two. Oh, two, two, yeah. two you know, but if you, if it's out of five, two point five would be average, right? Yeah, yeah Bruno like, could crush us with like, one foul swoop, right? Yeah, they're, they're more than welcome to. Like, Horse Brewery, like, like this is this is good for us. <laughs> they have they have some nice beers. They do have some nice beers, and I can see what yeah. the appeal of this might be. It just it's not for me. It's yeah. too. It, I, I think, think I do think I enjoy it more than Guinness, but yeah, I think, I think cool. I enjoy it more than Guinness. But like even still, it's just yeah. I mean, the arcade one that we had though from from Brewdog, arcade made, yeah, yeah, yeah it was dry hot, was really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah like, dry, hot, dry hot. Like yeah. They've got a few more new ones out at the moment as well. They've got like one, like, oh, is it like a coffee grind one. If you can yeah, source yeah, that, that in a pink can, yeah, yeah, Bobby, yeah. yeah. Um, but like it's, I, I think if anything, knowing that they can do that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, makes exactly. this more disappointing. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Cool. Okay, uh, so let's talk a little bit more gaming then. I want to talk about in this podcast um, something else that happened in 2020. Yeah. Uh, that apart from the experience that we had in the back garden, which is now you know seeming like Nirvana to me, um, <laughs> was uh, that me and Aaron both purchased a. At the time, an Oculus Quest Two, yes, and now call the Meta Quest, yeah, and um, you know because 
Facebook and Meta are all done the metaverse sort of situation, and yeah. but it is owned by Facebook, um, and um, I think it was September of that year that um, certainly I purchased one. I think you were about maybe a month after or something yeah, in the, for the fall of that year, wasn't you? Yeah. And um, yeah, and, and I kind of wanted to just having you on the podcast, just talk a little bit about owning a VR system in your home, yeah. um, especially with the announcement that the Meta Quest Three is going to be available to purchase in, I think it's two weeks. Yeah. Um, and that's like going to cost about £600. Wow. Um, it does seem to have quite a lot of advancements compared oh. to the MetaQuest 2, but from the, the a lot of the previews I'm seeing is that are they worth paying £400 more? The, uh, because a lot of it is graphically and visually, but in terms of what's available to you game-wise and stuff, oh. it, a lot of previews are sort of saying, would you, you maybe better stick with the MetaQuest 2? Um, I have sold my MetaQuest 2 to purchase mm. a Switch mm. I I don't want to say I regret that, I don't regret having a Switch and I don't regret doing that mm. but I would like to have a MetaQuest back in my house for free <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I, I do miss my MetaQuest 2 you can come and play at my house. Uh, yeah, I, I can. A, I can. Yeah. That a <laughs> That's a lovely invite, Aaron. Thank you. And maybe I will. Um, so, um, but yeah, like, isn't so. Let's talk a little bit about the MetaQuest Two, and I want to get your thoughts and feelings on it. I've got. I, I want to arbitrary number out of you at the end of it as well, and I've got a little mm. list of things that I think are good about it, bad about it. But let's go from the notes of notes of I note. have notes, you, which will surprise. No one. <laughs> <laughs> in, in no, but you know, let's all not be surprised and be, you know, happy with that. I'm have, totally unsurprised by this. <laughs> I have made notes notes on various aspects of having a VR, owning a VR that I would like. I I, I want I, that's that's exactly yeah. what I want. So please hit us with the horn, Tony. Aspect one. Okay, you might think having a VR would be an isolating kind of thing because it's you know you're mm. you're in your own little world yeah. mm. um but actually you know my view is it's, it isn't because actually you know people can sit around and watch you they get a bit of a giggle don't they from you know watching you playing various games on the vr mm. and looking a bit mm-hmm. silly mm-hmm. so i don't think it necessarily is uh isolating and you know you've got point. some games on there like the bomb game which i really enjoyed that i can't remember I don't keep talking yeah, about the yeah that one yeah, yeah. This is why you're here, Rich. Thanks. <laughs> um, well, I do. <laughs> and then you've got, you know, the health exercise. Not for me, because I'm very lazy, but... Um, <laughs> the theoretical. The potential <laughs> health verifications. <laughs> you know, you, it makes you move, doesn't it? It makes you get up and move. Yeah, uh, that's a great so shout. there's a great little thing there about, about, you know, exercising and being a bit active. You know, if you're someone... If you're a... Now, I don't want to be, you know stereotyping too much but there is a stereotype but, of a gamer who you know might not leave their sofa all that much we've all seen that so I, far I don't <laughs> and if you've got a VR maybe it's just encouraging you maybe to get a bit more active because there's a lot of sport and stuff on it isn't there so yeah um, so I'll kind of chip in I think it'll be work well well if I kind of just jump in some of your points at the same yeah. time and stuff so some of the games that I've played that I've really enjoyed that are probably the the better experiences on the Meta Quest, for example, or VR in general. Super hot, like yeah, you know, like yes. super hot VR. Yeah, you can, yeah. you can get super hot on a on a general console, but 
There's no. Can you? Yeah, yeah. And it, well, and exactly. You're asking that question because you're like, well, what's the what's point? What's the point? Yeah. What's the point? It's definitely a better experience playing yeah, it in VR absolutely. and you being the person that actually yeah. physically moves while the bullets are slowing down. And, and... feeling so cool. That's yeah, the thing yeah, about yeah, VR. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh my god, I just, you just caught feel a like a pistol. fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. I just caught a pistol yeah, in midair. Did so cool. this? You can't see it's what I'm brilliant. doing. I'm crossing my arms and, and yeah, that is down. that. That's the like, most gangster thing I've ever seen you do. So and. Audio Trip is another game that I had that um, where you basically the music um, so it's like just a general dance studio sort of thing yeah. but you go along a it's almost like you're on a monorail like you you're not moving anywhere forward but the game flows past you but then you have to hit certain movements while the music's going yeah. on to the rhythm and stuff yeah. and that really makes that really makes you sweat that yeah, is like isn't it? it's yeah. a proper workout but that i spectacularly got into that like is in for like sort of maybe uh-huh. and, and during se- second lockdown for example like yeah. is in that was my workout and i loved it and the problem was was there wasn't enough music that is in there was just like three or four songs yeah, that yeah. i really enjoyed and I, that were the ones i like i loved um but the two of the best physical games and they, they were both great but two of the best physical games um, over and above that are um, oh, the boxing one. Um, what's that called? The, the Thrill of the Fight, it's called. Uh, yeah. cost me about £6. Yeah, yeah. That, that is an exceptional physical game that feels realistic enough that you're in a boxing yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like you're in a boxing ring. You know, like, whilst you're not getting punched in the face, that is in the <laughs> movements you have to do with your head and your hands, mm. like, is what I could imagine, I guess... You know, most basic boxing actions would be when you first learn to box mm. and you can really go at it if you want to and I found the game easier actually if you were just jabbing away really quickly like yeah. as in like to defeat your opponent and it was almost again that was another really big workout thing um, but the, the best experience I had was the climb um, the actual yeah I remember you telling me about yeah, this yeah. the physical climbing um, you know game there's the climb the climb 2 where uh, that's the most immersed I've ever felt in the VR yeah, was yeah, that yeah. you you physically reach up with your arms and you swing and jump from different climbing aspects and different difficulties around the mountain you're climbing on that the you know don't get me wrong the graphics aren't sensational and you can tell you're in a game but the actions you have with that and the workout you get from that and the the burn you get in your shoulders mm. from you just throwing your hands up around your living yeah. room. Do you know what I mean? Like you look like an absolute mental case doing that. But it's just like, you know, it's it's but it's like it's it's wonderful. It's it's brilliant. So there's yeah. some really great physical games like, you know, I just wanted to I guess exercise that point. Yeah. <laughs> um well, you know, that you were making there about, you know, it's good. I think it is good to be able to get up and get around. The the flip side, the negative, and this is one of the reasons that I kind of probably a big reason I couldn't really keep my hold of my Meta Quest was space. Yeah. I, I hit my hand on the mantelpiece on my fireplace too many times. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, 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 you do need a big room. Yeah, it does, it does depend what space you've got, doesn't it? Although there was obviously the advantage with the, with the Meta Quest compared to perhaps earlier VR gaming systems where... You know, it had the walkthrough thing. You could select pass through. Yeah, pass through is it was a. I was actually amazed by the first time. I was like, oh my god, this that because previous to that, I played a couple of VR systems, and you obviously you were just blind. Mm. Yeah, you know, you you couldn't see 
what was going on in the room. The pass through was a great little thing. Apparently, the MetaQuest Three pass through is like the biggest advancement in so much that it's like oh. that, like that's the thing that you can now you're effectively now fully visible now. Like oh, whereas, right. like you know, it was obviously Black a bit granular yeah, with yeah, the MetaQuest yeah. Two. Apparently, the pass through is like sensational on the oh, MetaQuest well. Three. Um, so the next thing I want on my my list of things to mention, I and I think it's possibly one of the you know most most memorable things about the the quest for me was and and the the you know the biggest benefits of it really um, is the social aspects of it um, because it was during lockdown or was it just after lockdown? When we we, we, lockdown? we it's just after the first lockdown, but certainly yeah. during the second lockdown where it was I mean you know, the same sort of rules where yeah. we couldn't leave our house so pretty much ish for like a couple of months I think it was over the winter we both had a quest. And like I like you can you genuinely like keeping in touch with mm-hmm. with people through it because we were on the rec room weren't we quite yeah quite a few times yeah yeah and it was kind of fun because you were meeting you know so on these things you can like meet people in the virtual world and I think I even played with Nick who I hardly ever see yeah, my friend who lives too. down south um, and we were you, you know. It, it felt like I was meeting up and we, we did a couple when we were playing Echo VR which we'll probably mention again later yeah. we you know it was just really nice it was like social it was like we were getting together it's like oh hi hi mate yeah you know it really uh, was wasn't it yeah. and, and you know and and Chris would be there in kind of like virtual form <laughs> it's like hey and you know and there's not really you know if you're on a game uh, I suppose you can do I've never really done it but you can do that on a game where you've got a headset on and you're like mm. talking but it's it, the fact that you're kind of like physically in that space yeah mm. there was definitely more and to it. it might have been a virtual body but you were still kind of like oh hey how mm. are you doing what we're we gonna do? And we were off, you know, rec room. We're off, like, let's go and play this game. Okay. The medieval sword game. Yeah, the medieval like, sword yeah, yeah. game. And it was like, or golf, I love frisbee, that. Uh, so frisbee golf. Yeah. And I'm thinking back to it now. I'm like, actually, I kind of missed doing that. I need to get playing it again. And yeah, yeah. anyone back? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so there's that aspect to it. I don't know if you want to say anything about I, I mean, that you know, like, well, I guess you said touch on Echo VR, but just to, I'm going to upset you now because I don't think you know this. Echo VR is now shut down. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. It yeah. was a it was a free game and it was a free experience, but the business that now runs it has shut it down because they want to do other stuff. So there's oh, no more servers. I have guys now. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm going to go back on that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, they closed it down in August. That so. is. Oh god! But but there'll be other experiences on there now. I think probably there'll be you know stuff that a similar sort of thing. So, but um, <laughs> you both got the same look on your faces. Of so I'm, I feel sorry pure, for Aaron. Pure like, sadness. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> um, like, but Aaron seems so crestfallen. I wasn't. I wasn't Bless saying. It. I wasn't trying to break your heart. Like, isn't yeah, I just you have? <laughs> I was just like, I lay you down gently. You know. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to I just wanted to let you know so the thing about right, emotional. is like was oh god so, well, uh, right okay I think it's a good time to take an emotional break and we'll come back talk a little bit more VR and try another couple of beers maybe so we'll catch you in a minute hey we're back 
Um, after you know much deliberating, I think Aaron went to cry in another room for a while after after the brew dog and the, the Echo VR <laughs> the Echo bombshell VR, that it dropped yeah, dropped upon him. Like you know, it felt so realistic when you're in that VR room. You know, the frisbee coming at your head. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you got any more takes on the 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 uh, world of VR? Having it in your house and you know. Yes. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I had one job. Uh, okay. Right. It's you told me to talk about VR. So you cued you, you me up. Oh, God. Right, okay. <laughs> so smooth. Just like this third beer we're about to try. We all voted for one more beer, and yeah. Aaron's brought another great one. Dark and Wild 2023 edition. So Decadent. Dark, so Dark and Wild is the is the kind of beer festival type thing that okay. all the monks do in their tap house and they do dark beers and they do uh, sour beers, uh, which we get things as a wild beer. Oh, that is dark. Wow. It's very dark. Wow. It's wild. Is this, do you want to read out what it, what it is, Chris? Uh, so uh, it is a pecan maple coffee chocolate pastry stout. And if you ever had wanted any of those in, things inside you, as I always do, this sounds like it's probably for you. Eight point four percent, as opposed to eels. Eel, eels up inside you, stout up inside you. Eight point four, did you say? So, I think, yeah, I think yeah. so. I'll just double check that. Yeah, you want to get yeah, eight point four? It's got lush-looking foam. Lush, lush foam, lush, lush foam. foam. Um. Ooh. So the other thing, yeah. Oh thing dear God, is that <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> Oh, uh, wow. It's better than Northern Punch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the brew dog? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. We're back on track. Mm. That is wonderful. Wow. A great flavour to that beer. You've got a lot of flavour. You've got a lot going on. I was just remarking to Rich in the in the break that um, this podcast has been a bit of a glacial sort of, like, it has been overindulgent, but I'm really happy about it. That like, we've had a great tasting session and mm. it's been really nice to enjoy these things together. I love so. tasting beer. It's cool. what, yeah. What's that like? Yeah, there's exactly. chat, there's, yeah. there's, there's a slow kind of, you know, appreciation of liquid. <laughs> <laughs> it is important to appreciate liquid. Dear God. <laughs> um, <laughs> Meta Quest. So we've jumped from the fast pace of the previous podcast with the five minute limits to like is it appreciations of liquids flowing down us. So um the the next aspect which I wish to talk about Ooh. is the educational aspect. Well not not just not so much education, but you know, eye opening, quite quite literally. Yeah, uh, you know that sounds terrifying. Well, so you can do things. So I went on a little VR visit to I think it was Iraq. Yeah, and the war torn Iraq. Yeah, and the guy yeah. I remember it now. around his house. Yeah, and you know, and think you know after after the war and mm. that, you know, and he's t- taught you through various aspects of his daily life. But because you're on VR, you know, you can sort of see it all. It feels feels very much like you're there. Yeah. And there were lots of these things, you know, that was just one. There was a 9-11 documentary. 9-11 documentary. And that was, that was sensational. That is into, it put you in, um, I guess the, the ground zero 
um, and then it showed you the buildings built back up. It was it was like right. and then and you know it was yeah. it was insane and it, and it showed you the visuals of things happening on the day and yeah. the debris being around you. You'll never get that anywhere else no. um, unless you were there, which heaven forbid you wouldn't want to be there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like, but it's such an important cultural moment yeah. um, to have that in your own living room. <laughs> it's just it's madness, mm. absolute madness. The thing that about the VR that always you know I was always impressed by from the start is the scale of it because it does fool your brain. Like you, you when you, before you put it on, you think, oh, I'm, you know, my brain, it, it's going to look good, but my, you know, my brain's not going to be fooled by this kind of thing. Mm. And you go in, and it, and it is your brain is totally mm. fooled, and the sense of scale you get, the sense of the fact that you're in a really, you know, if you're in a really big space. And it's a bit of a, when you first start wearing it, it's like a wow moment, really. So I played, before I even had mine, I went and played Skyrim on James's, and there was this bit where I went into this cavern, and there was this giant ball of magic kind of, you know, in the air. And I was like, it's massive. Like, I'm looking up, and yeah. it's, like, massive. Mm. And how is my brain understanding that <laughs> I'm in this massive cavern mm. when clearly I'm not? Yeah. But, and it is just in- incredible. And because... And then, then you go into these, like, video ones, and they'll presumably only be better on the MetaQuest 3 when that comes out. And, you know, there's this guy standing there talking to you. And you're like, and, and there's one, it was a really weird one when I went on where you just went in, you were in Japan, I think, and this guy took you around some clubs, like, yeah, night, it was yeah. like nightlife yeah. in Japan. And it was like, this is so weird. I'm just like, I'm in a club in Japan mm. and, you know, there's people and dancing it's... around me and and your yeah. head is just bamboozled by it. It's, yeah. it's mad. <laughs> but you you can have these kind of, that wasn't educational really, but the rat one was, you know. But you know, just to further that point, even still images like is in you can you can stand yeah. on top of Mount Everest, yeah. you know, and have a three three hundred sixty degree image. Mm. You can go and stand on Mars beside the Mars rover, yeah. <laughs> and have a three hundred sixty degree image, and 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 it's just like it's it's crazy, it's crazy, and and you know it's not perfect. You know, there's some cuts across those images, yeah. for example, and stuff. You know, and I remember I didn't enjoy. I remember you enjoyed it, Aaron, but I didn't enjoy it as much the Mission ISS, where you're on, oh, yeah, yeah, the oh, ISS, in space that, yeah. station. I was a bit like, that's a bit glib, but you know, like, is in, but you still were, you were still there, mm. it, the it, the imagery, and you were, and you, the way you had to like move your controllers is how you kind of like, I guess, accelerated across mm. using, you push yeah, yourself against yeah. the wall using gravity to move across the ISS and stuff. And you know, yeah, there was, there was a few things like that that were just like very, I mean, I didn't enjoy that as much, like I said, as you did, but impressive educational tools that you just won't get anywhere else you know you can look at a photo on your phone and go well there's Mount Everest but like you can't you know to stand on top of it yeah. is, is something else yeah. and I think it, it is it will there was a period where they did VR years and years and years ago and it didn't really succeed did it and and now this is the second wave of it isn't it almost mm. yeah because there was that period are... where you'd have like headsets you could slot your phone into and stuff like yeah. that and that was about as good as it got and yeah. and I think this is this this it it is it is kind of growing now. I don't think it's going to continue to grow, and the the technology will grow, and it'll just be, you know. And I think one thing that it does need is it does need the the problem with the 
the MetaQuest and all the ones I've really worn is they still feel quite clunky on your face. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it, and, it, and so you, you kind of get that sense you're not really in these places because you're feeling this thing on yeah. your head. And I think once they get... So Apple's doing some kind of glasses type thing but I think there oh, will yeah, be a point aren't they? Yeah. yeah they are but there, there will be a point when it you know it's a bit more seamless you know it's just a pair of glasses or whatever yeah. it's front of your eyes and you, you won't feel that thing on your head and at that point it'll be you know it'll be you know something else really I, mean, I don't think that'll get any better with the Meta Quest 3 because I remember reading it's, a, it's like 5 grams heavier it, than the yeah. Quest 2 and you do feel it like you need the elite strap um, and yeah. when I was talking about audio trip before, like, uh, and the thrill of the fight, like, and I was like, oh, you get hot and sweaty. You really do. You need that, the extra sort of protection because the Quest 2 shipped with like a foam sort of thing that went around yeah. your face mm-hmm. and actually to stop like itching and like the, the sweat is soaking into it. You do need like the rope, the, you know, the rubber sort of protector you can get for it and stuff. So the, there are definitely some limitations in so much that whilst you're doing these amazing experiences, you're still feeling it on your face. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but like um, games wise, I, th- I thought I might just mention a couple of games. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah, I've got a couple more to um, mention as well. So, w- one of the first ones I played on there was this kind of Darth Vader game, which was really short. The Vader Immortal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was so good. I was genuinely scared <laughs> when 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 I got captured. So you start. Well, I won't spoil it too much, but you you get captured by the Imperials basically. And then you're in a, you know, you're in detention. You're being detained in a kind of, you know, brig, I guess, or something. And then um, Vader comes along, and God, he's scary. It's quite tall, <laughs> isn't he? Like he's so big, and he, you know, you know, he can crush you with like one. And it, genuinely, it was like, oh God, oh, this is scary. And then you kind of escape, and it's a really good game, actually. Yeah, the only thing, so it's it's in three parts, and I think yeah. at the time it's probably a lot cheaper now. But at the time, I think it cost about twenty pounds for all three parts, and like you said, it was quite a short experience. I think the whole thing was about three hours long, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Which actually, I mean, I remember reviewing, you know, Turnip Boy, and that was an hour and a half, and I was like, "This is the best game ever." And I was in it, but um, yeah, it, it it felt a bit more like a Star Wars experience of. Spend yeah, two and a half hours yeah. with Darth Vader, kind of thing. With an audience with Darth yeah, Vader. <laughs> yeah. but, but the mechanics of it, using the Force and stuff, yeah, and being in those battles mm. was really good. It was, it was. You know, so there was like you could, you know, throw your lightsaber. You could do all the things that Jedi's could do. And the, um, there was a um, a little part of it which was like the the, the Jedi training, wasn't yeah, it? So and that was almost good. like. You know, that was like the little side sort of story or the little side game. But actually, that was probably the most fun for me almost. That is in like where it's like you have to defend yourself against waves yeah. of robots or yeah, imperial yeah. troopers and you could use the force to kill them or you could use, you could throw your saber and stuff. And yeah. that was cool. Um, so that was one I wanted to mention. And then the, um, there was a space combat one, actually, funny enough, called End Space that I really quite liked. You felt like it was sitting in a ship. You could kind of look back at your ship that you're in and, um, then there was a, you know, there's a fantasy kind of uh, wizards one which hadn't been on for a while. I think they probably added. Is that elixir? Is it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that was quite good because you, you know, you, you did spells by doing motions with your hands, different cool. motions yeah. uh, equated to different casting different spells. That was kind of fun. And then uh, Star Trek Bridge Crew, again, what you were saying. 
before about um, you know being amazed by the kind of scale. Of, what when were you say? What were you saying? You were saying something about like being amazed by the the sort of um, the scenery and stuff. And and I was like the game itself, Bridge Crew, is good. Oh, you mean the trappings in terms of what I was talking about? Yeah, the but the podcast, trappings yeah. are almost like yeah, the, the game. The trappings are yeah. like almost like just as good. You like you, when you when you first go into the game, you uh, you go into a little shuttle and it kind of takes you around uh, the Enterprise D, and you, you're looking out the window of the shuttle and you're seeing the Enterprise D next to you at the full scale, the size of it, you know, that it would really be or whatever it is. And I spent one time, I just literally went on the whole, so it's this, it's almost like a menu section where you're in this shell, but mm. I literally went on the whole journey around it, which was <laughs> however long it was. It was like mm. 10 minutes because I was just like looking out the window, you know, I was yeah. looking out the window and there's a space station, there's a few other spaceships around as well. And you, you just, yeah, it's really good. You just feel kind of you're in there and then you get, you get to the bridge and commanding a space, a, you know, a starship, one of the starships or whatever. And, uh, you know, that, that feels really weird, real as well. And when you, you know, when the ship's moving and stuff. Um, and then I was going to mention Super Hot, but you already mentioned that. Hyper Dash we played. Yeah, we did, yeah. That was on rails, wasn't it? It was like an, an FPS shooter on rails, wasn't it? Was it? Good. it was like, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It was good. Uh, all in all, you know, because you said you wanted me to rate it. Mm, yeah. Out of ten. <laughs> Don't break the system. <laughs> I, I think the experience as a whole, eight. Okay. Yeah, cool. Fair enough. I... I like it that there obviously there are places where it can improve it. It's not, you know, it it sort of semi fools your brain for a bit, mm. but it needs to advance before it. Yeah. you know, you're fully immersed. It's in still it. a little bit arcadey, isn't it? That like, is in the graph yeah. graphically, the Meta Quest Two just struggle like to take you away from the actual world, like in the games, yeah. certainly. Um, you know, I, I had a couple more to add on, like Moss. Moss is a really cool game where you control a, a, you control puzzle pieces around a maze for a little mouse to be able to go around. This mouse oh, right. is like a little, he's like a little sort of, um, I don't know, like a Zelda. It's like a link yeah. from Zelda even. Like, isn't it? And you kind of like, you affect things that, you know, you'll press a button over here and it'll set off a flamethrower mm. or whatever and stuff. And like, you'll twist this, you'll twist this. Uh, wheel and that'll then open a gate for him over here it's a really cool sort of like concept of that classic a mouse escaping a maze situation to get the yeah. cheese um, and you're affecting it that's really cool um, and then last couple of bits was uh, you know that we played table tennis together oh in, yeah that was in, nice. a, in, a, in an action it's like so it's more of a simulator than it is an actual game yeah, yeah. and you the, all the movements you make yeah. are exactly what you make with yeah. a paddle when you're playing like table tennis. Spin on it and stuff yeah, well. and, and that was stunning. That, that was, was really cool. And yeah. like, I, it's, I know it's easy to say, but you felt like you never had to play an actual game of table tennis yeah, ever yeah, again. Yeah. You could yeah. you could just do it in the meta quest, yeah, and it was yeah. completely serviceable enough to th say you are playing table tennis. And as it advances, it, you know, don't get yeah, it'll get better. Like, it, I, I agree. There were some things like that where you're like, well. I've done that now. Yeah. You know, like the the Everest thing. I mean, obviously, I'm never going to really go to Everest. 
mm. but you, be, being able to go to the top, you're like, well, yeah. I've kind of seen <laughs> tick. Yeah, like, yeah anyway. I've kind of seen what it's like. Yeah. And the last last couple of things for me were, um, I guess, a positive and a negative. And I'll start off with the negative. Like to finish on a positive. The memory initially when we got the first one, mm-hmm. uh, we got the sixty four gigabyte one, didn't we? It shipped at three hundred pounds. And but now you can get a two hundred fifty six gigabyte one, oh, yeah. MetaQuest two for the same price. You could pick up a sixty four gigabyte MetaQuest for about, and I've been tracking the last couple of days, just okay. to sort of a look at them like, yeah. for the podcast and stuff. Just for the podcast. Yeah, because I genuinely, go well, I do Please want to. I, ca- I can't afford it. I, I can't, not right now. One day, one anyway, day, day, um, day. But, that, but you can get one for £160 on eBay. That like, in really good condition huh. in, with all the bits. And it'd be very easy for me personally to do that because I, I've still got all my games in my library on my mm. MetaQuest app, so actually they wouldn't cost me a penny. That isn't so actually it would just be pick it up, go again, um, and you can very easily upload them and and get rid of them off your memory. So yeah. whilst it's like a bit of a complaint that you'd have to do that for a sixty four gig one, um, you know it's probably if you do want to try a VR in your own house, definitely recommend. You know maybe spend one hundred fifty pounds, one hundred six pounds, and getting a good yeah. version off eBay and. You know, maybe getting one that you can get those games on. Um, but then the positive I wanted to sort of say was um, having an extra multimedia screen in your house. Um, Sky Worlds is, you can, it's limited in what you can do, but if you have a Sky uh, account, you can watch Sky Sports on there. I, so, well, I saw this the other day on there because mm-hmm. I was looking at, just having a look at the app, yeah. and I didn't. Wasn't sure that's what it was. Yes. That is so what it is. yeah. So you can. So in my house, I, so my parents had Sky, and I would pay for them to have Sky Go. It was like five pounds a month, and as part of that, as part of a, a premium Sky member, which is just a normal Sky member that you just sign into mm. whatever Sky Rewards or whatever they have, um, you you get to watch Sky Sports, uh, and in in a screen as big as say a. A whole wall would yeah, be in your house, comparatively. Yeah. You got so that isn't whilst someone else is using the television in my house, or someone else is, you know, whatever, um, using a games console. Uh, going, oh, I love that drink has really gone. The games console, like on the television, like I could be sat there watching Sky Television, watching a football match, watching an American football match in my own little room, which yeah, yeah. sounds really insular, but you know fine well you're sat there beside someone on the couch, you can talk to each other, it's yeah, no yeah. problem, but it's just there, and you can just tap on the side of it and get the pass through and say, yeah, cool, yeah, fair enough, bye-bye. <laughs> Back to what I was doing. Um, you know, and, and you get those, and you can watch Amazon Prime on there, you can watch Netflix yeah. on there in your own little cinema room, and, it's, and that sounds really weird, but it, it's an option. It's mm. an extra television in your house, which... For £160, for example, nowadays, yeah. that is in, you know, that you can get on there to get the games you can get and having that extra multimedia experience yeah, yeah. in your house, which, and the, and, um, it's HD, you know, it's, it, it looks really good. Um, it's, I think it's worth it. I do. And so I'd, I'd give it a nine out of 10. I would for the drawbacks you get mm. from the little drawbacks you get, the things that you add to your household from having that there. That one system, yeah. And the one thing I will put that on is that the other morning, I haven't had it in my house for like six months, and Oscar, my six-year-old, said to me, he was like, oh, Daddy, can I wear your special goggles and go up the mountain again? <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, I haven't got them. I, I, I was like, I haven't got them because we're playing Super Mario on, on the Switch. You know, that's what we've got now. 
But I was like, oh, dang it. Like, yeah. in three months' time, he'll, he'll ask me the same question because he's getting old enough for yeah. it now. And it's yeah, like, so yeah. I know fine well that I'm just sort of saying to myself, whip out the special goggles again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, exactly, yeah. So, yeah, but that that's, yeah, I'm really glad we touched on that. Um, I really want to talk about the the ultimate handheld experience mm. in, your, in your, the face held, yeah, the face held experience in your in your in your house, especially with MetaQuest three on the horizon. So, um, but yeah, it's been a really fun set of pods. So thanks for coming, Aaron. Really My appreciate pleasure. all your input. I on you. have yeah. enjoyed it muchly. Good, yeah. wonderful. Good. Yeah, I hope you're giving it a good rating out of 10. 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10. Cool. What's been, what's been the best beer that we've had tonight then? Not to spend too much time. Last line, last sentence we're going to say about it. Um, I, you know, is it the same Fuvion, Fuvion, or is it this? I really like this, the Dark and Wild Northern Monk. I think it's still a Symphion for me. Symphion for me. Like, the, the Northern Monk one is good, but... You know, looking at it, it's like, you know, pecan, maple, coffee and chocolate. I'm getting a lot of coffee. I'm not getting a lot of much of the rest of it. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah. but then my taste buds are a joke anyway. So uh, (laughs) No, but I I think I would agree. It's it's nice. Two out of ten for your taste buds. No, it is is nice, but I'm not getting all those flavours. Yeah, yeah. I I really like it, but I really like it as a coffee drink. yeah, coffee yeah, stout rather coffee. than. So what we're saying is sometimes too much is too much. Too much is too much. Yeah. And on that bombshell, <laughs> that's the end of the podcast. So thank you very much for listening. Bye bye. Cheers.